Hello, hello, and welcome to Skeptics and Seekers Sunday Sermon Shorts. We are going to pick up where we left off yesterday, my second point on why I think mainstream Christianity is a cult. All right, uh, we talked about sacrifice yesterday. I did get some pushback on that on the website. That was nice. It was nice to know that people, <laughs> some some people listen to the shorts. And it's nice to have some pushback. You too can offer some pushback at skepticsandseekers.squarespace.com. Log in your discuss account and discuss away. You can also shoot me an email, skepticsandseekers at gmail.com. Yes, we talked about sacrifice, mentioned the foundation of Christianity, which is Judaism, the Jewish sacrifices. I went on to talk about the human sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It hardly gets more occult than a human sacrifice. I also talked about how uh, the members themselves have to become a sacrifice in Panama, in pantomime to sacrifice themselves, to die and be buried. That sort of thing. So let's let's pick that up. Let's let's pick that up. Membership is what I'm focusing on today. Membership. Now, first of all, I want to distinguish membership in a Christian organization from membership in a secular organization, but I don't want to make the, distinct, the distinction too sharp because I think that membership in human organizations can be cult-like as well. I'm not a member of anything. That's not a, that's not so much a virtue. That's just me. I'm not a joiner of things. Uh, usually I don't, I don't like to, I don't, like to see myself that way. I'm not a follow the crowd kind of guy. Uh, that probably says more about me than it does about memberships or clubs, but I'm not a club kind of person. That said, I think that um, typical secular clubs are pretty innocuous. <laughs> they're, they're pretty innocuous most of the time. That said, I do think that fraternities college fraternities can be very cultish. So uh, I just wanted to put that out there as I turn toward the religious cult. I think that it does be kind of become a cult because membership in Christianity is not just, you know, throwing your hat in the ring with a group and saying, yes, I, I agree with this group, and I don't mind being identified with this group. It is also citizenship. It's citizenship. That's probably the word I should use here. Citizenship. And I'm going to go ahead and add uh, initiation into it as well. I'm trying to stick with ships, so I'll probably call this citizenship. Christians think of themselves as no longer citizens of the world. Now, that's an interesting thing in America because we hold our American citizenship proudly. But Jesus, well, maybe not Jesus, the Bible suggests that we are in the world, but no longer of the world, and that our citizenship is in heaven. And many a Christian would argue that there's no such thing as dual citizenship when it comes to the kingdom of God. So you have to choose. American Christians don't like that idea. That said, 
I think that when you're talking about pulling yourself out of, you know, this world and this reality and claiming citizenship in another world, another reality, another universe, we're we're tipping dangerously close to cult-like territory. And we don't recognize the laws of the land. I mean, Christians, no matter what they say, in practice, they do not recognize the laws of the land. They don't give a damn about what the law says. We ought to obey God rather than man. And so they will obey laws like speed limits or such when it suits them. But they're not going to obey things like uh, the distance you have to stay from an abortion clinic, you know, to post your religious signs and harass people uh, going in for legal services. They don't care what the law says. Uh, separation of church and state. Teachers openly proselytize to students in class and claim it is their right to do so. Christians don't care about the law. It's very. This is very dangerous and also very cult-like because in their mind, they're not subject to these laws. They're subject to those other laws, to that other land of which they are citizens. But I think it's I think it's worse than that. The membership and citizenship, it goes further than that. It's also about initiation. So how do you become a member, a citizen of this imaginary kingdom? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, I'm going to throw in water baptism here. I know that not all Christians buy into water baptism and good on them, but many, many, many do. In fact, I would argue that most do. Catholics, largest uh, Christian denomination. Baptists, uh, the largest Protestant denomination, at least in America, um, and, and so many others. So what is baptism? What is water baptism? Well, the Bible describes it as a way of participating into Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. You were really entering the occult at this point. Well, I think you're entering occult when you're sacrificing humans, but you're entering the occult also with baptism because it is a, a fetish, a focus on blood ritual. It is, a, it is literally a blood ritual. Uh, it is often called and sang about on Sunday in churches, washed in the blood. When you're being baptized, you are being washed in the blood of Jesus, the sacrificial lamb. That is literally how Christians view baptism. Catholics might have some different formulation, Brian B, you know what to do here. <laughs> you can, you can, you can drop some knowledge, uh, on this. I always appreciate, uh, that, but it, it, but from a Protestant point of view, it's just a straight up blood ritual. And, and I don't think I need to say much more about it, uh, than that. The other blood ritual, it's not so much a part of the initiation but I thought I would mention it because it's similar to baptism in that it is a blood ritual, and that is the communion. The communion is literally 
drinking the blood of Jesus from from a Catholic point of view. And from Protestants' point of view, it's just pretending to drink the blood of Jesus, which, which I don't find that different <laughs> when we're when we're describing cult-like uh, behavior. You know, you're, you're drinking the blood of Jesus to keep yourself in good standing in the kingdom. And you have to wallow in the blood of Jesus to get into the kingdom or, you know, some formulations. It is an outward sign of the salvation you have already received. Either way, you are still wallowing in blood and drinking blood. And I, I will just say it again. Imagine any other religious institution that started today that had even the pantomime of blood rituals, you would immediately call it a cult. In fact, you would call it a cult. And so I call mainstream Christianity, that is boots on the ground, butts in the pews, Christianity. We'll see you next time.